Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Lug It All podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com, photo, video, digital media production. Today, we are discussing The Last of Us, season one, episode four. What the hell is it? Please Hold My Hand, directed by Jeremy Webb, written by Craig Mazin. Here is the synopsis, or the plot. You know, you know what it is. Traveling through Missouri on their way to Wyoming, Joel and Ellie take a necessary detour through the ruins of Kansas City, where they are ambushed by bandits. Joel kills two of them, but a third overpowers them and nearly strangles him to death before Ellie saves him by shooting the man with Frank's pistol. More bandits led by Kathleen find the bodies. Kathleen believing Joel and Ellie are in contact with a man she seeks named Henry, orders a manhunt. Joel and Ellie bond and he lets her keep her pistol. Kathleen's second in command, Perry, shows her a room with something growing underground. But Kathleen orders him to conceal it until they find Henry, until they can scout a way out of the city. They sleep in a high-rise apartment for the night. They awake to find Henry and his brother, Sam, holding them at gunpoint. So this is episode four. Like we said, we just kind of ran through it real quick. These are kind of just initial um, reactions, a small review. It, because we're kind of in the middle of the story, there's not tons I can really relate uh, to uh saying, oh, it's a complete story. Oh, it's as good as episode three. I'm not really going to compare episode three and four, considering we crossed over what feels like 20 years in episode three, like almost a, a whole lifespan has happened in episode three. So to compare a whole story, complete story in episode three, to compare it to episode four, you just can't do it. Um, episode four is clearly, you know, a transitional piece. It's the beginning of the next chapter in the story. It's not completing a story. So I'm not really going to compare the two, even though I think it's a very good uh, follow up to such an incredible story of the Bill and Frank story. And so with saying all that, the things that I'm recognizing from this episode are how much the world feels very lived in. It feels very much like an apocalyptic world. It looks expensive as hell for them to create all the CGI and practical effects with um, having uh, Joel and Ellie just experiencing, you know, maybe an, an alleyway or a big field for only a few seconds. So that really does make it feel like a lived in um peace uh you know a lived-in world um we are getting a lot more of a connection between joel and ellie i this is kind of par for the course i feel like you know most of these kinds of stories even kind of like station 11 um even kind of did the same thing where you know the curmudgeon old guy has to kind of eventually have a soft heart for the individual they're carrying to the destination it's it's kind of a, a trope in a lot of cinema but i mean what you know what individual doesn't if you kind of look at the trajectory of this this type of storytelling you know um and i think naturally if even if you were trying to hold up a a a, a wall an emotional wall like joel was because of his uh past uh, you know sarah all of the people he's 
grown close to, he's basically lost. I can totally see why he wouldn't want to, um, you know, get too close to somebody he could lose again. And so, uh, let me see anything else we got to talk about here. Um, a lot of this I hear is Kansas City, I think, is made up. Uh, this, uh, this, I'm not exactly sure if most of this storyline was in the, the Kansas City, I think the Kathleen. I'm pretty sure these are individuals that are made up for the show. I'm not going to do too much of a comparison because, like I said, I haven't played the game. Um, what I have heard are these characters of Henry and Sam are in the game. The thing is, they've trying to they've they've shifted the ages to my knowledge a little bit to the from these characters. So I'm curious to see how they are going to affect the storyline. I don't feel like we have too much information on them, except for they may be some sort of like, you know, um, ragtag renegade kids that were in association with Kathleen's people. Um, one thing I got to say is, wow, uh, Perry, I, I think his second, the Kathleen's second in command, this dude's beard, this dude's Sicario ass look is badass. I'm pretty sure the actor that plays it, I don't have it off the top of my head, but this actor is the original voice actor in one of in the game as well. This guy's got a hell of a look. I mean, he's just got the long hair, got the mercenary gun, and then he's got the he got the uh, the the beard and the hair. I, I was just like, dude, this guy's got a fucking look. I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Um, and of course, we got Kathleen, who's kind of playing kind of like the Carol type from The Walking Dead. If you don't know who the Carol um, individual is from The Walking Dead, it's kind of like this house kind of quote unquote house mom that's kind of gone rogue and that's what i'm kind of getting a feel from this kathleen character that she's kind of she maybe a maybe once was a very uh nice approachable suburban mother and now she's lost what seems like her brother and she shot her her original doctor who uh who um i was gonna say he didn't birth her but he uh he uh he was the o, I guess the OBGYN or he was the, he was one of the main doctors that were there when she was uh birthed I guess so you know he um he was there and she straight up murdered him in cold blood which I kind of felt was a little bit untactical so we got the doctor that was you know longtime doctor he might have been knocked on by Fedra and the Fedra was like, you know, where is Kathleen's brother and this entire, you know, mercenary group? And it seems that the doctor might have ratted on Kathleen's brother. And there is this like subtle look that you can see that she's like, where's so-and-so? And he's like, I don't know. Where's so-and-so? She's like, I don't know. And then she was like, did you give out, did you, you know, tell them where my brother was? Or did Henry tell where my brother was? Or I don't remember what the question was, but there was the last question. And he, and he just says, he just shakes his head a little bit extra more. And you're like, okay, he's fucking lying. I, when I saw that, I was the first time I was like, all right, he's doing something on that one. He's definitely either lying the entire time or that last one, but that last one, he was definitely lying. So, um, you know, when we have, uh, kind of flashing back to when Joel and Ellie are going through this town, going through the city, which seems incredibly dangerous, but kind of like they didn't have a choice based off of how the exits were kind of, 
uh, closed, the bridges were closed, the, all of this stuff was kind of forcing them into this trap of Kansas City. And so when they actually get down there, you know, this guy comes out and he's acting like he's hurt. He's like, help, wait. And Joel's like, oh, fuck all that. And he's like, I'm out of here, bitch. And he's like, tries to get out of there. And, you know, Joel, uh, Ellie is a little bit more naive to what's going on. She's like, what's going on? And like, just craziness is going on. And, um, you know, they're sitting, talking and having a good time at one, one minute. And then the next minute is action packed. Apparently it's very similar to the game. And so Joel has done this. He's been one on both sides of, you know, being kind of the bandits and we don't exactly know from the TV show how bad he's been, but he's, he knows enough to know that this guy's fucking around. We are about to be ambushed and we need to get the fuck out of here. And so when he's like maneuvering all around, uh, you know, he goes, I think he hits the guy that uh, was acting like he was hurt. And then um, he runs over some spikes and then the wheels pop. And then I really enjoy, I don't know why the scene of the, the action seems so, um, so well blocked i felt like many action scenes we kind of stay with uh the character many times and we're just kind of in a first person frame we can't really get out of the frame of either either looking at the the actor or actors or the, the action that's happening but i felt like this specific action scene I, I don't think we see this often is like okay so he ran into like a laundromat or something like that. And you can kind of see the car like blocking him and like the other people around him. But then we get a wide shot from like, it, it looks like from way back into the shop and you can kind of see, we can see clearly where the people are shooting at Joel and Ellie behind their truck. And then you can kind of see on the other side where the bad guys are. I just thought the blocking was really well done. And sometimes and in understanding that she has to kind of get over this uh kind of uh open spot to jump in this hole so i just thought the entire action scene uh was choreographed really well it wasn't like anything like super spectacular i was like uh you know holy shit this you know some mission impossible shit but i just thought it was very clear and concise unlike sometimes a lot of action can be like sometimes you're trying to go really fast and you know shake it up a lot to say like uh, you know, don't look at the bad effects or don't look at the bad blocking or something like that. I just feel like it was very open and clear. And I, I liked that about this uh, action scene. So um, kind of going along with that, they're attacked. Joel, dude, I was thinking Joel has like a Rolodex of badass people he can be he's like he's like looking he's like D -d 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 -d. he's like all right do i need to be mandalorian do i need D -d 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 -d. do i need to be narcos uh uh pedro pascal D -d 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 -d. you know do i need to be game of thrones flipping around doing the the the, the spear shit you know like uh i was like what what badass are we gonna get next and so that's that's my whole thing and now we have like a whole another another layer we have uh the rolodex to add to the rolodex the joel rolodex and that's kind of like the rugged pa pedro pascal but it all it all feels like small variations of kind of the same guy and uh i'm just like this guy has fucking been a badass in every fucking thing you've seen so it's like I'm ready to see some like cool action and it's different in diverse type of action. It's not just like quote unquote gunplay where there's like bang, bang, bang. It's like, he's got some great versatility with the types of action. You know, he's not quite doing John wick shit, but he can do, um, you know, combat if he needs to hand to hand. So, um, 
this whole time, Ellie's been asking for a gun. Finally, it kind of comes into play when um, Joel is like laying down and he's like, he's getting choked out by this one guy. And the guy is really small. I was like, there ain't no way this Pedro Vasquez will go down with this guy who we eventually find out his name, Brian. Um, Brian, he's like, oh, you're going to die, mother, motherfucker. And he's like trying to choke Joel. He's like, he's like going down. And then, uh, Brian's like, you done fucked up. You done fucked up. And then Ellie comes up from the back of him and she's, you just post like the, the James Franco meme looking at, uh, Toby McGuire. Like, and then she's like, bam, and blast him right in the ass. I think she shot Brian directly in the ass <laughs> and kind of well-deserved, you know, he played himself and, uh, and he's like, you know he is in a lot of fucking pain and and he's just like you know he's kind of trying to get away he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry i didn't mean to do that play myself Bob. you know like i was having like a little bit of ptsd with uh, that recent um tyree nichols calling out for his mom and then we have this brian that video just came out like the other week and now we have this brian guy who's like literally calling out for his mom and then i'm like oh god i felt terrible for that and then i was just like multiple times i was like this is too relatable at this point and uh he, pedro pascal just feels sorry for the guy for a second and ellie is just kind of like a little bit in shock like well, oh my god what the fuck did i do and he's like go go to the other side of the wall and i thought it was really well done that we stay with ellie and we kind of see her you know wiping away the tears and she's just trying to put on a strong face for um joel and i think that um bella ramsey is doing a really great job at trying to she's doing a great job at handling the kind of the quote-unquote precociousness assness asinine parts of the character but she's also showing a layer of vulnerability that i think uh we haven't seen from this actress before and we've seen her play regal i think that bella ramsey is going to play I, I can't remember if i said this in the other um in another uh, podcast about her, but I think she is going to play like a regal queen at some point, some like 16th, 17th, maybe 15th, 14th century queen. Cause she just has this like stoic look about her. Kind of reminds me of like a Rooney Mara that you can't really quite tell like the expression, like, is she happy, sad, mad? Her expression is kind of everything at all. And at the same time, and I think she has, a great hone on that too so i'm really enjoying the bella ramsey um kind of debut because i haven't seen her outside of game of thrones or anything so she's doing a really great job in my opinion um pedro obviously doing great a lot of people are saying um the joel character is a lot more uh light-hearted than he is in the game um having not played the game i don't it's not too much of a concern of mine i think if he was a little bit too hard more more rugged or hardcore whatever you want to call it he would be unlikable there there'd be uh five or six episodes of us just not liking pedro pascal and then at the very end he's like all right now he's kind of a nice guy um i just don't think we have that time for joel to be that ruthless now with saying that we could get some flashbacks of how ruthless he's been in the past um couple years you know the past 20 years uh, what he's alluding to when they're going up 33 flights of stairs, um, him and Ellie. And of course he tells Ellie, um, you know, you shouldn't have the gun. You shouldn't have to do this. This is all my fault. Also, 
Um, this is how you hold the gun and put it in your backpack, which of course she doesn't listen. Damn it. <laughs> as soon as she doesn't put it in her bag, I was like, son of a bitch. Literally don't listen to nothing. <laughs> so, um, sorry. Been on my sparkling water flow. Um, yeah, that's kind of about all we got for this. We don't know too much about Henry and Sam. Did think they were going to be older, but we did see the the kind of coloring book style drawings in the attic that they were staying in. And um, obviously Perry and Kathleen might have seen some sort of giant uh, mass that is kind of growing under the street, I guess. I was like, what is even going on here? So I'm going gonna, gonna to go out on a limb. If it's anything like game uh game if it's anything like uh video games there's probably going to be more than one type of dead i don't think it's a spoiler to say that maybe there's some sort of like bigger mothership kind of mass i i don't know if there is i haven't really um i haven't played the game so i wouldn't be able to say maybe there's different types of zombies maybe there's um something maybe it's like a fungal infection i'm not really sure uh and i do want to kind of clarify, I don't know if I have clarified that they said that this is kind of like a foodborne um, yeast styled um, uh, parasite, I guess, or something, whatever, however you're infected is kind of, was originally transferred through what they say is yeast. So I'd get fucked. I'd be like having my morning toast. I'd be a zombie by 12. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be done. And with saying that they were kind of imp- implying that by you know the grandma at the first week uh they were feeding her biscuits at the beginning she's like got biscuits in her mouth and then they were trying to feed uh sarah oatmeal raisin cookies and they're like nah 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 and joel's like i'm on atkins um that kind of thing and um i think that's about all i can i can touch on this episode a lot of Arby's kind of callbacks, even though this, I don't know if this is, it's kind of weird to be advertising Arby's, but not like seeing it, I guess. I think we see like a rundown Arby's with a loves look like some places in Tennessee I've passed by <laughs> or South Carolina, but uh, yeah. So anyways, um, anything else, anything else, anything else? Orders him to conceal it, finds Henry. So yeah, the um Henry and Sam seem to have some sort of like Superman outfit looking thing going on, and they got like paint on masks. It looks cool. Reminds me of a Watchmen for some reason. I, I love the kind of makeshift superhero costumes everyone's got going on in here for some reason. Not sure what that means. Maybe they Sam and Henry are some sort of I'm kind of going into speculation now. Maybe they're some sort of scouts or something for Kathleen's group, but they're not exactly associated with Kathleen's group. Very interested to see where they decide to kind of land that. Anyways, I think that's about it for episode four. Covered uh, just about it from head to toe. Like I said, the design, some of the CGI of the 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 world, I could just tell it was CGI, but you know, it wasn't anything that I was complaining. Oh, this looks like garbage or anything like that. It was just like clearly, I noticed it. Um, 
decent, pretty good, pretty good action. Oh, uh, randomly, I was like, how many floors could I walk? The other day I was on the Stairmaster and um, I, like I said, I've been trying to get my cardio up. I think they said they got 33 flights of stairs. Now, granted, they probably haven't eaten a full meal and I don't know how long or a decent meal and how long. So their their energy is much less than mine would be. But I do got to say, I got about 21 floors on the Stairmaster in about 10 minutes, which I think that's pretty good. I mean, considering they got 33 and I don't know how long, but they could probably get that in about half an hour or if you're going really slow in an hour. But just kind of to give everybody like, how long does it really take to go that many floors? Yeah, but that's about it for me. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening, watching Look It Out Podcast. How many floors can you go walk up? You could probably walk up 50, 200, 500, 1,000 floors. How many How many floors can you go up? Um, let me know. Let me know what you thought about the podcast. Let me know how I can improve. You know what to do? Take it easy.